This is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com. <laughs> the hardest part about doing a podcast, I found, is starting it. And I think that's a bit like everything in life. The hardest bit is starting it. But once you've started it, it's easy. So, this little intro I must do about five times each episode until, I've, until I'm happy with it. But let's try again. Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 48 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little, little, little podcast I do about art and things and this one's going to be more about the art because I'm going to be talking about automatic drawing which is a drawing exercise I've started doing recently so that's the main topic I've also got the book book which is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. We've got a fascinating fact, which is to do with the subconscious. And we've also got a little art tip, which is to do with taking a time out. And I think that's basically it. I've put out a couple new videos on YouTube where I'm looking at the magazine Character Design Quarterly. And I've looked at episode, I've looked at issues three, five, six, and seven. So I just flip through those, and show the images and talk about stuff. And if you're into designing characters, I think these magazines will be really quite good. So you can find those videos at YouTube.com/slash Sophie Lawson, and you can also find show notes and stuff at SophieLawson.com. But Let's get into the main... Actually, before we get into the main topic, I want to talk about an embarrassing story that happened yesterday. So, this is really, really embarrassing. And But I, I want to share it, because it's really funny as well. So, I can see how funny it is, but, but I'm also... Every time I think about it, I just get really... I just can't believe that it happened. But yesterday, I was doing holotropic breath work and meditation again and recently the last couple of days the like sexual energy has been so intense and I've started wondering whether what's actually happening is maybe what I've done is I, my whole life I've suppressed like se- that sexual energy and it's maybe doing that holotropic breath work is bringing it to the surface because it is really intense it's almost uncomfortably intense but yesterday that thing happened again which I talked about on a previous podcast where I just suddenly found myself desperately about to explode with like a wee I really needed a wee so I was meditating and I live in a shared house with five other people but I live right next my room is right next to the toilet like about two seconds I can get in there an hour in about two seconds or five seconds maybe but like I was meditating completely naked because I just think that's I think that's the best way to do it because you're I just prefer to do that so I was meditating and I desperately needed a wee and you know when you think it's like a risk reward thing but you know when you think I can make it but it wasn't just that, it was that I, I had to make it because otherwise I would have weed myself. <laughs> so what I did was I quickly ran into the toilet, completely naked, 
I had I had my wee and then I come out I was gonna quickly run into my bedroom my bedroom and just as I come out the toilet <laughs> somebody came round the corner so I'm standing there completely naked and I just thought oh my god and then like what happened was he he said oh sorry and then he started laughing and what I did was I quickly ran around the corner because I could I ran around behind the door and I like pulled the door so that it was in front of me but he had already seen everything and I've just I just thought to myself oh my because like what's the chances of that happening it was so slim but it happened but then I just found it really funny and I also thought I don't kind of care anyway because <laughs> I don't know something weird happens I'm I'm almost wondering whether what's happening is I'm starting to accept my body like even my naked body because I've never really accepted it before so maybe I don't know I learnt a lot in that moment but I'm also so embarrassed and next time I see him I'm going to have to I'm going to have to mention it and I'm just going to say like sorry but it's very embarrassing so that's just my little embarrassing story and like all, all this morning I've kept thinking about it and I've just been laughing and feeling incredibly embarrassed at the same time. <laughs> it's quite funny. So that's that. But that holotropic breath work is just nuts. I It's weird as well. I noticed that I haven't had many... In fact, I haven't had any lucid dreams. I think I've had two false awakenings. But I've had no lucid dreams since I started holotropic breath work. It's almost as if all of that like energy is going into this holotropic breath work and there's none left for the dreams it's really weird but so i'm going to keep doing it because it is it's just really it is very it's unlike anything i've ever done before but it is so so powerful um so that's that's that and i think it's time to get into the main topic which is all about automatic drawing i first found out about this from Proko and I'll put a link in the show notes because he's got a video where he can he explains it and talks about it a lot better than I'm going to but what it is is I've just started doing it and it's it's so it's so good and it seems so it's so relaxing but also really like revealing I suppose that I wanted to share it but I definitely recommend looking at his video and he's called his video Meditation for Artists. It said Automatic Drawing Meditations for Artists. And that's kind of like what it is. It's a form of drawing where you're actually you're drawing without really thinking about what you're doing. It's just like automatic writing, which is something I do every morning, where you're still half asleep and you start writing without thinking about what you're writing. You ask a question then you start writing and it's you get like loads of insights so this automatic drawing is very similar to that but instead of writing you're drawing so what i do what i've been doing is i'll just get a sheet of paper i'll just get a sheet of paper and i'll just pick up the pencil and i'll just i'll start squiggling like lines and stuff and trying not to think about what i'm drawing and you're almost like letting your hand just draw on its own. And why I love it is, 
Well, it's really relaxing. It's a very fun drawing exercise to do, and you can you can do it any time. So, like, if you've got like a spare five minutes between jobs or something, you could just get your sketchbook out and do a page of this automatic drawing. But it also frees you up and loosens you up. So, in that video, he recommends it's a really good exercise to do before a proper drawing session just to get your hand moving and stuff but in doing a little bit of research into it I found out that I never thought about doing this and I'm surprised but what you can do is you can actually do automatic drawing when you're still half asleep I don't know why I never thought about trying this and I still haven't tried it yet what it said, I, I, I found a quote and it said, Serialists embraced automatic drawing as a way to incorporate randomness and the subconscious into their drawings. And what they say is, I was like, if you get, I'll put a link in the show notes because this, this article was talking and had examples of this artist who does automatic drawing and he was basically saying that he's, he's almost like drawing whilst asleep he's that close to being asleep and it's quite it's quite amazing he's he's drawing like he's drawing was more proper drawing whereas the stuff i've been doing with automatic drawing has just been like random shapes but he was kind of drawing proper drawings but because he was still doing it from like the subconscious it was really weird and it's it does look very dreamlike it's like you've got lots and lots of different drawings all merged together so it's very unique looking and I really want to try that because I think it, that would be quite revealing but even just doing it like in the middle of the day like I've been doing what you start to notice is that your your hand it like it has certain patterns and shapes that it enjoys drawing so like for me I like I've noticed that I like to do squiggly sort of sweeping curvy lines but one of the things I found hard is when I'm doing it sometimes I'll draw a shape and my head will think that looks like a leaf or something and then I'll, I'll start drawing leaves so like I've, I've constantly got to stop telling myself to label what I'm drawing and just like draw without thinking it's quite hard actually but that's basically it really, um, automatic drawing, it's becoming one of my new favourite drawing exercises and there's actually loads of these because about a few months ago I started doing the 8 minute drawing exercise which I talked about on a previous podcast and that's where you get 8 minutes and you have to draw the same thing 4 different times. So. You or was it six times? You draw it four minutes, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, and five seconds. So you draw it six times. You draw the same thing six times over eight minutes. And that's just a really fun little drawing exercise you can do in eight minutes. And this automatic drawing, you could you could do it in like five minutes, or you could quite easily sit there for half an hour and do like a big massive massive drawing so it's these are really fun little drawing exercises and i've also got 
another one called combining shapes which is where you're drawing 3d shapes in space but you're com you're like cutting shapes out of those other shapes and adding other shapes onto the other shapes so that's good for like practicing drawing shapes in perspective so recently i've just started experimenting with a load of different types of drawing exercises but i feel like automatic drawing is one of the best ones because it's it's very easy to do and like i said it's just it's just very relaxing so i'll put links and everything in the show notes and you can find out more about it and that's basically it really for this week's main topic if we get into the book book and this week's book book is called feel the fear and do it anyway by susan jeffers this is a book that i don't currently own because i read it over about a three week period in 2017 and i don't normally read books that quickly so that kind of shows how 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 much i got into this book but what i did do was i saved a quote that she wrote at the end of the book but she was actually quoting a lady called Mar- Marjorie Williams Bianco who wrote the Vel- the Velveteen Rabbit but this quote really summed up like I really connected with this quote and so the quote the quote is generally by the time you are real most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby but these things don't matter at all because once you are real you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand and the reason i loved that quote is because before i got this book i always thought i was ugly and like now and i think it is very much thanks to this book i now know that i am sexy as but I know that because I know everybody is and I think this book just it allowed me to look at a load of my beliefs and realize that they were all they were all lies basically but at the same time they're not they're they're real if you want them to be real but if you they don't have to be real I guess so this book is all about facing your fears and doing it anyway and what happened was in 2017 I just started presenting myself as Sophie so I was still very nervous and like I said I still I didn't like myself and stuff so I went outside once and got a load of transgender abuse thrown at me and it led me to be well it led to a lot of bad stuff and I went to a transgender support group and I just like said in that group I was talking about this um, abuse and how how it had affected me and stuff and then there was a policeman there at the group and he was talking to me and he, he recommended he said have you ever heard of this book feel the fear and do it anyway by Susan Jeffers and I said I haven't and he said I, I think you might actually like this so what I did was I went home and I looked at the local library and they actually had a copy so I went and got that that's why I don't own it is because I got it from the library but it's one of those books that have you ever had this where a book or something comes into your life and it seems to be like the perfect thing for that moment this book was the 
the just the best book ever. It's almost it was the perfect book for that moment. But what I did was I because in the book she's she's just breaking down how all of our fear. She talks about how everybody face has fears, and even somebody who is super confident, they've still got a load of fears. But the difference is that they are able to face the fear instead of having the fear control them so inside of the book she gives loads and loads of examples and what you can do is you can start you can start experimenting and as you're experimenting you'll notice that what she's saying is true so during that book I started going out and doing so many things that I'd never done before almost as like little experiments so one of them was I went out in public without wearing a wig but with my makeup and stuff on and I, what happens is you realise that nobody cares. I think that, that was the best thing I noticed about this book was... Because when you've got a fear, that fear seems to be the most... It's so powerful. It seems you believe it so much. So say your fear is that I can't go out of a wig because everybody will look at me or something. What happens is if you're believing that fear you'll go out, well you wouldn't even go out because you'll be too scared but what you do is you say maybe I can go out without wearing a wig so you you try it and then you realise that nobody actually cares so then you come home and because you've done that you now know you can do that so you start you start trying something a little bit a little bit more scary and before you know it you're doing you're doing things that you could never have done things that you that would have been impossible really And it's all because she breaks it down. She says, start with a little fear. Face that little fear. And then it just snowballs like that. So this book is probably probably one of the most empowering books I've ever read, I think. It's super, super like confidence building, really. I was thinking about this book recently. And I think I'm actually going to pick it up again. It's one of those books I... I feel like you you should probably read it every couple of years just to sort of like remember that one of the best things to do in life is to face your fears. So that is this week's book book. It is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. So if we move on to this week's fascinating <coughs> fact and this one is only a little one but super fascinating. And the fact is that 95% of brain activity is beyond our conscious awareness. This kind of links in with feel the fear and do it anyway. Because if... I feel, I feel like, for some reason, I feel like most people are, are filled with fear. I think it's like society and stuff. It, it almost wants us to be living in fear. Because I feel like that's maybe how they're getting control and stuff. But for some reason, we are most of us are living in fear and if you're not living in fear you at least are in an environment which is based around fear so that 95% of our brain activity most of that is going to be fear based so this is why I feel like this fact is quite fascinating because if you can start to put more awareness on that 95% of brain activity that is subconscious I feel like that's how we can start facing our fears really. So it goes in with that book because if you're not 
aware of your fears, the fears are going to control you. But when you start putting awareness on the fears, you can start to take control back. But I'll link to a little article about this fascinating fact, because a little quote that I pulled out of it is it says, Numerous cognitive neuroscience neuroscientists have conducted studies that have revealed that only 5% of our cognitive activities, such as decisions, emotions, actions and behaviour, is conscious, whereas the remaining 95% is generated in a non-conscious manner. And when I think about that, that, that's a little bit scary, really, because if you think about it, most of the time we are just conscious, we are not even aware of what we're doing. And in this article, it talks about how, like, when you're typing something on a computer, you're typing, and he says about, well, actually, it goes back to what I said a couple episodes ago. In that book, I've got this book called discover your psychic powers one of the exercises is about eating an apple and in the book it says about how most people eat an apple and they're not even they eat the apple it's like when you're eating your dinner some some people just munch their dinner down and before you've eaten your dinner you haven't even you didn't even realize you've eaten your dinner but you've eaten your dinner (laughs) so in that book it talks about eating an apple but being fully aware of everything to do with the apple so being fully aware of the shape of the apple the feel of it and as you're eating it really savoring every moment of it and i feel like that again goes into this it's i feel like what we have to do is we we have to try to bring that 95 percent down so that we can have wouldn't it, i think it'd be really amazing if we could switch it so that we have 95 percent of our brain being aware and then 5% like being unconscious, that'd be better. But, <laughs> but I just thought that was quite a fascinating fact. And I'll put links to the articles in the, in the show notes at sophiedawson.com. But the final thing for this episode is the little art tip. And this one is to do with... I feel like maybe the power of taking a time out. So when I started drawing, I just naturally fell into doing realistic drawing. And I loved loved doing realistic drawing. But I think what I'm what I realised is I fell out of love with it and then I started forcing myself to keep doing it when really I should have stopped. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was my that was my hands. But I feel like now I should have stopped doing realistic drawing a little bit earlier. But instead, I kept doing it. And then I ended up falling out of love with it. So I took... I didn't do any drawing, realistic drawing, for about nine months. And then last week, for some reason, I just got this urge to do a mini realistic drawing. And then I just fell in love with it again. And it made me realise that sometimes you need to take a time a time out and like time away from doing something when you come back to it you're going to be like fully in love with it again so that's basically it really this week's little art tip is just sometimes it is good to take a time out to refine the love 
I suppose. So that's basically it for this week's little art tip and it's also the end of this week's episode. So you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. I've also got a little newsletter which is at sophielawson.com. You can find it if you go down the bottom somewhere. <laughs> it says little newsletter and I talk about stuff like this on the little newsletter and it goes out on the first of each month so that might be worth looking into and you can also find videos at youtube.com slash sophie lawson but that's it for this week i hope you liked it and all that's left is this week's inspirational quote and it goes to anne lamute anne lamute and it is Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you, Anne Lamute.